0: welcome it is the ski bomb podcast episode number 314 and it is your pals mario and brian mario what's up
1: i feel like this is a, a new day getting back on the podcast wagon uh i'm feeling pretty good about it i like it getting back
0: into our rhythm after a brief hiatus i you know is july, hot as july, right now july was crazy yeah it's i mean where you are it's uh, it's it's definitely hot as balls. I was in your neck of the woods-ish a couple weeks ago. It's yeah pretty hot here, but as we all know, a lot of ski news is coming out. A lot of ski companies are getting their emails out, showing you their 23, 24 lines. We're it's getting no ready. We're getting fired up. Crazy story, sort of crazy story last week that we are going to talk about a little more in our main topic. Jackson Hole Mountain Resort to get new owners. Did you it's play Powerball? Now. Did you are you that one person who one of the big ones won in California, right? There was one ticket there. And then the most recent one there was one ticket in Florida, right?
1: Yes, the big one Florida. I think uh forgot the name of the beach. Like now it wasn't so it was some, uh Neptune Beach I think they said it was. It wasn't Ormond? Right? I don't know where that is. No. Damn. I wish it was clear order. And then I would have been like, yeah, maybe I got a shot. Perhaps
0: it was you. Maybe. Well, I think the person, the people who won those are not the folks who will be taking over Jackson Hole Mountain Resort. Probably a good thing. We'll talk more about that in the main topic for now. That's just
1: north of Jacksonville. That's where it is. The person who won? Yeah.
0: North. How can you go further north than Jacksonville? Isn't that like the border?
1: I don't know. North or south. I have no idea.
0: God bless them. God bless them.
1: I don't understand anything in Florida. They have a um they have a Lake Placid in Florida. I'm like, what what are you doing? They
0: have a winter park also.
1: Winter park, frost yeah. proof. Like tell you
0: ride. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's
1: craziness. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you everyone for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out. dot podcast.com. We're on the socials, X, Facebook, Instagram, X. untapped. It just sounds funny, but it's true. We're on We're X, on the, X. at Ski Bump Podcast. If you want to help us out, support the show, Patreon.com slash Ski Bum Podcast. There you can sign up. You can be a patron. It helps us out. Send us a little bit of money every month. We
1: would love that. Support us. And thank you for those that are supporting us already. We really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, we really do appreciate that. If you're looking for some sweet gear, it's August. You should be thinking about getting jacked up, getting healthy, getting in shape for ski season. You should be thinking about it year-round, yeah. of course. You're not going to ski your should. legs into shape. You need some new gear. How about check out 10,000? 10, 10,000.cc. 10, I'm working with them. They are athlete-led design. Iron sharpens iron. Only way to become your best is to work with the best. They create gear built to perform. They collaborate with a team of the most obsessed and passionate athletes in the world on design, development, and testing. Their slogan is better than yesterday. And their heart, the heart of their company is the idea of pursuit, whether it's business, fitness, life, skiing. They believe in moving forward with quiet dedication, constant improvement and to becoming just a little bit better than we were yesterday. We believe the same thing. Synergy. Use the code B Schneider 15 bschneider B-S-C-H-N-E-I-D-E-R-1-5 at checkout. 15% off. Get some dope stuff. I love the interval shorts. Those are my go-to jam. I have like three pairs of them now. I got some joggers, nice. got some shirts. I love this stuff. Fits great. Looks cool. Good colors. Actually, I have two bathing suits from them too, which I like. Nice. Nice. They're not too long, kind of mid thigh, show off the leg muscles, show off the quads. You ski, you jack, show it off. Let everybody know.
1: Ten thousand. I was never a big fan of those long ass shorts. I like the uh, the short, the shorter cut. Like I don't like
0: the board shorts. I don't like the little the little tie that does nothing. I don't like them too long. They're like look slop. You look sloppy. You look
1: sloppy. I'm glad. The fashion changed, and people are like, "Why do you have those droopy ass, long ass shorts? Just get regular, nice shorts." If you're going to be <laughs> short, jacked. They're not long. Everybody
0: know. Yeah, I'm a big believer. in Exactly. That. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, ten thousand, and our friends at Snowbound Snowbound Expo. We are under three months until the expo. Can you freaking yeah. believe it? Start November- the planning. November third through fifth, they will be in the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center. And they'll be bigger than before, which was the first time, which was last year. You got new brands. They got a lot of the old resorts that may have been there in the past, like Sunday River, Sugarloaf, Solomon, Subaru of New England. Last time they were there, mm. if you had proof, you had like a ski fob from your Subaru, you got like a free, I don't know, dog toy or something or a free bag. Yeah. All kinds of cool stuff. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> make shit up.
0: You got a free Yeti cooler. Free Yeti. Ski the East. They'll be back. Eh. They are gonna have new features like the US Ninja League Challenge Warped Wall, balance boards. Nice. Skate to ski by rollerblade, which is awesome. Shout out to our buddy Miles. And Miles? The new chiropractor corner. We're gonna have a drop in hmm. clinic. So
1: well they're gonna have that right next to the um balance the, boards where the you ninja- can fall under butt. No, right next to the Ninja Wall, they're going to have the chiropractor because that thing's going to be funny to watch. I'm sure that's going to be, a, gonna be a, a lot of entertainment. One, yeah. Yeah. They're actually going to have retail. Go see the chiropractor, you'd be all right. <laughs> they're
0: actually going to have retail this time. Ski essentials. So here's the lineup of folks they're going to have speaking. They got L.J. Henriquez, Sean White, Mary Walsh, Ted Ligety, Dan Egan, Rob, and Ryan Delena. Who we will be speaking to in the next few months? I have their book. It's fantastic. Danny Hairston, Steep Steep on YouTube, Julia Kern, Jeremy Jones, Rob Ruffler, and Alex Hackle. That's what they have now. I mean, they got three months. They could bring in Michael Schiffer. They could bring in Lindsey Vaughn. Who knows? At this point, they could bring in anybody.
1: They could bring in the highfalutin ski Skibums. Yeah,
0: we will be there in some capacity. We will be there. Go to snowboundexpo.com if you want more information. We had the dollar tickets. That was last month. I'm pretty sure they're all sold out at this point. You still get yeah. tickets. They haven't sent us any new information. The last thing was the hype up the three months ahead, which is what we're doing now. Get psyched.
1: Under I think three we got to reach back out to them again.
0: Less than 90 days. That's what you need to know. Get your tickets yeah. now. And with that, Mario, let's kick things off the way we always do. It's time for our
1: Today. So in celebration of uh, going back to old th- all things old school and, you know, there's, there's a little, especially when we get back to like, get to the end of summer, I'm a little worn out from summer and the heat. I'm a little kind of just trying to find my, my inspiration for skiing again. Like I don't know, I go through a little struggle sometimes. A little struggle, not a lot. Because once once I start seeing ski stuff and start getting involved, like I just go crazy. So it's nice to do a little throwback. So I got I did a little throwback of a a good old Whoa. Guinness. So, but I put the Guinness in a nice Reitenhof glass because look at that glass. Go a little more to your left
0: that way there you go yep show it off
1: it's the little lady the uh tiger lady leopard tiger lady so very cool glass uh they have really cool stuff right enough um but anyway so pour it in that it just tastes better and (laughs) i figured i'd put it in a nice german glass because it is official we are going to oktoberfest in germany this year again
0: wow look at you now, did you go last year or was it the year before?
1: Um, I didn't go last year. I wanted to go last year, but of course, COVID, the end of COVID and the craziness that ensued just kind of, I don't but know, went, for some reason, it went, just didn't happen.
0: But you did go once during COVID-ish times, right?
1: Uh, I went just before COVID. I think it was four years ago because my wife and I, we oh, it was, was just before time. we got married. Yeah, just before we got married, we went.
0: Okay, so had to be 2019 then, right?
1: It was... mm, Yeah, 2019. They got married 2020. So, yeah, it was the year before we got married. Okay. Almost a year before you got married. So, And that's what... You were there uh, for like 24 hours, right? 22 hours was the total time. (laughs) So we flew in with tons of bus, got into downtown, checked into the hotel. I don't even think we napped. Went out. So hopped for house, marrying plots, so the... The glockenspiel uh walked all around and then we had a little ticket to get into the oktoberfest and it was a party then i don't know like we were talking i don't know how we woke up the next day to get on a flight because i think the flight was like at 8 or 10 a.m and i was like how did we actually wake up like i don't remember waking up or sleeping which is kind of a blur um and did that and weird, like,
0: that weird like legal cocaine stuff right
1: uh, I didn't do it, but this time going back, I want to, it's the cooks. Yeah. So that's like the, was it the, the candy cane crushed up? It's like cocaine and they snort it. So <laughs> it's like a snuff. So I told, we're going with another, uh, the, the two friends we went to at France skiing, um, they're coming with us cause they also get flight benefits. So, you, f- you fly for free. It's a lot different to go someplace. You know what I mean? That really does um, change the game. Hotels are astronomical, but it's, it's Oktoberfest, of course, you know, yeah. it used to be not so bad. Like I, I got cheap hotel last time, uh, but this time, yeah, not, not cheap hotel, but we'll get there. Everybody wants to travel now. That's why. So,
0: yeah. Well, we'll talk more about the Wiesen Cox as we get towards Oktoberfest.
1: We don't want to get into oh, it now. yet. That has to be a deep dive on that. But
0: I think we have to get to yeah, a Guinness, gotta, gotta love you, Guinness. I'm just surprised if you're talking about Oktoberfest, did you go with Guinness? Seems like you would go with, you know, like a Spaten or
1: something a little more German, a little less well, Irish. if you look at it, that ipso facto, they were almost annexed by Germany. It's almost like you're drinking a German beer. <laughs> Touche. Yeah, I think Germany annexed him, and they just didn't honor the annexing. So it was kind of, you know, I think Hitler annexed everybody. Said I own the whole world, and people are like, yeah, no, you don't.
0: No, sorry, bro. Slow your roll. Go paint a bridge. <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: Slowly roll. <laughs> Slowly roll, bro. Yeah. Uh, all
0: right, so bro. I, what do you got? I'm still on my quest, on my quest to find unique, interesting, bizarre beverages to keep you guys on your toes. Now we're doing this midweek again. We're doing a lot of these midweek podcasts. Hopefully we'll start. Is your bowling league still going to be on Thursdays? It's like an always thing.
1: Well, so now I'm in the stupid summer league, which I got talked into. They're already talking about doing a winter league. I don't think my wife's going to do it. I don't really want to do it anywhere. So I don't know.
0: Good. Maybe Thursday,
1: maybe different We need
0: the Thursday podcast back. That was like the best day to do it because you just kind of slow roll into Friday. You push through, you get it done but we can have a little more fun on Thursday nights. Fridays are almost too crazy for me because I can't like edit on the weekend because the weekends are so full of what we're doing. So yeah, I always like Thursday the best for podcasts.
1: Let's see if that works out. Like I got to see if we switch days. It's also going to be tough because there's going to be a lot of travel this year because the hockey boy is going to be traveling around out of Florida, but probably like two weekends out of every month. It's travel time. So we're going to be traveling a lot. So we'll see
0: And what happens. Okay. And is it mostly like what areas you travel
1: into? Oh, it's all like Minnesota, Detroit, like even Boston. They're playing probably. So his team was tier one, triple a. They're always ranked in like the top 20 or top 30. Wow. Um, But that's also because they go and travel and they just play like they have one tournament, which I'm gonna to go to in Minnesota next month, and they're playing I think four of the top ten teams. So Wow. That's awesome. It's one of those things. It's better to lose to a top team and you know, but they're pretty good. Uh teams teams pretty good. Uh we'll see. See how it goes. Nice. But um yeah, so well, it's gonna be interesting this year. A lot of travel, but it's kinda of cool.
0: Yeah, that's really good. So yeah, so I've been you know, hopefully we'll move our podcast to Thursdays more often which would be ideal but right now it's on a Wednesday and again you still got two days of the week left trying not to drink too much midweek
1: it's tough yeah
0: Uh, so I'm kind of figuring out what beverages to drink and this is something I found well it was recommended to me from a neighbor she's always into like you know trying to find like electrolyte stuff they're very hot right now electrolytes everybody loves them problem is a lot of the good ones have a lot of sugar in them Mm mm-hmm now, she found this one and recommended it to me. And uh, I'm showing you the whole Jammy Jam packet here. And it is called Pickleball Cocktail.
1: Nice.
0: Sugar free electrolyte drink. Now, I am not a pickleballer. I have not jumped on the fad. but Have you ever played? I have not. No. I'm a goddamn girl.
1: There's like a 20 something that we hired at work totally into pickleball i'm like what the hell is the fascination so it's better than i gotta play it one day,
0: day. Sure outside yeah.
1: moving around doing stuff but he's like totally into it i'm like th- that's really cool i respect it and i'm like now i gotta play it so we'll see
0: yeah so this this particular beverage gluten-free gmo-free sugar-free label claim verified vegan and physician approved it's got 800 there, milligrams of
1: potassium.
0: It? <laughs> uh, not at the moment. I did consider yeah. putting some of my squeeze in there. That might have been a nice yeah. little
1: uh, pick me up. Oh, that is.
0: Because this is orange flavor. It's got 800 milligrams of potassium, 90 milligrams of sodium, and 50 milligrams of magnesium. So Scotch thing, and sodium. What's
1: that? Scotch and sodium. Scotch and sodium. Hello, Cool J. Yeah. Hello, Cool J. Uh, was it Bristol Hotel?
0: so this is supposed to fight off muscle cramps apparently got no sugar i think it uses a little bit of was it ethyl oh stevia leaf stevia and monk fruit extract for a little bit of sweetener it's not sweet at all though it's very salty ish
1: but which is the one that's bullshit is it there's one of them that they're like it's not really as good as everybody says it is. It's the uh, I don't know, like sorbitol or some other like yeah sugar substitute. Out of it. they're like yeah, it's pretty bad for you.
0: Yeah, I've mean, never it's great it for you, but yeah, this one this is the stevia leaf and monk fruit, which is pretty good. All right, yeah, it's you know it's it's pretty interesting. It's like I said a potassium, magnesium, um, a chloride. As potassium chloride and sodium chloride, aka salt. Hmm. It's a little more again. I've had liquid IVs and I love them, but they're full of sugar. These have less sugar, a little saltier flavor because of it. But I took these to Florida with me when I went down there and I was like chugging these every day because you just need to stay yeah. hydrated. And That's they good. really they fit the bill. They're, they're pretty tasty. Again, they're a little a little different at first than when you're used to the sweeter ones. Now because it's our podcast and because I got to turn it up a little bit, I did throw a little, uh little Tito in there. Nice. You yeah, know, you have orange juice and vodka, make it a little pickleball. Cocktail so I have the, vodka.
1: I have the Pedialyte packets that I use. Like if I go outside on a bike or just do something, i put it in the, you know, your little bottle with, with drinking. Um, so kind of like that, you put the little Pedialyte with a little shot and just bam, you know,
0: I love how Pedialyte has pivoted bam. from being like a kid's health drink to being like, hey, man, are you hungover? <laughs> Take some Pedialyte.
1: Yeah. They have that with one pivot. commercial with the guy's like hungover and the little girl's like, hey, that's mine. He's like, I'll get you some more. He's just
0: hammered. pretty funny. That was kind of a genius marketing plan they came up with to do yeah. that. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, that's what you need, did.
0: right? Uh, hydration, hydration, electrolytes, got to have it.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
0: I would recommend this. I was gonna do a different drink. I was gonna put some squeeze into. This. I was. I had all kinds of plans, and then all of a sudden, squeeze last second,
1: a nice touch.
0: Again, for a Friday or Thursday podcast, I'd squeeze it up.
1: Uh, see, squeeze is all right mid mid because like there's no hangover the next day. You're ready to go.
0: I gotta test out the squeeze and see how it's gonna work first. Maybe I should do it like pre, like on a nod podcast day. See how it goes. They'll know my dosage. So you fill the little like you hold it, fill the little topper thingy, and you pour it in.
1: Yeah. You, you, you just, um, you squeeze it not too high because there's, it's like a measuring the cup in there. Yeah. yeah. So you squeeze it and then it lets out the excess. So you don't have to squeeze it that much. And that's, it measures out a five milligram dose, which isn't bad. Okay. So you throw that in your drink and you have the drink and it, it hits you. I gotta say it hits you pretty good. Cause I think it's, um, nano infused or whatever they do, they break down the molecules like, I don't know. Science, There's nanites yo. in it. Science, yo. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. I would try it on like a... It's safe to try it on the weekend or Friday. I wake up on Saturday morning. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to have some of this in... Uh, I don't know, some juice or whatever. Yeah. Just chuck it in there. I just, I'm just acting like an old lady with this stuff
0: right now. I know. like I know I can handle it and keep it together, but it's just... Dude, I go through
1: like a bottle a week. It's horrible. It's
0: just with the kids. You just gotta be like on point. Actually, I'm better yeah. after like a drink with the kids because so I'm a little less stressed out and I'm a little chiller. I think having a little so bit the of a So
1: the squeeze week the squeeze is similar to having like one drink. Like it doesn't get you like over the edge. It's just kind of a nice mellow, like, all right, just kind of soften things out. Like it's similar to if I had a cocktail, you know?
0: That's all I want. I don't need to be yeah. I'm going to be seeing the devil, bitch. I don't need that.
1: You'd be riding (laughs) this one out. No, you don't need that. Don't need that at all.
0: Well, speaking of those who are going to
1: ride it out.
0: Let's go to ski news. What do you think about Burning Man finally getting a ski slope? Goddamn. Remember how much we used to talk about Burning Man back in the day? Yeah. We would talk about it every single year. And every single stupid year we'd go, Next year we're gonna go to Burning Man. And guess guess what guess what? We never got there because never
1: got there. And now I'm like, I don't know. Is it are we past the idea of doing it now? I don't know.
0: I think the window has closed. I think there was a particular window where Burning Man would have been acceptable for us. And now I think we've passed that. It's closed. It's over.
1: I have too much responsibility again. Now, like when I had less responsibility, I was like, yeah, I'm going to Burning Man. Fuck this, whatever, you know, now 2016 it's like, all was right.
0: The year. That was the year we should have been there. <laughs>
1: magic year. And then I'm like, hey, maybe I'll hit the Powerball or the Mega Millions and then be like, I'm going to Burning Man whenever I freaking want. You know, man? But no, didn't happen. Yeah.
0: Well, Could this year, if you are going, it is held from August 27th through September 4th in the Black Rock Desert of Nevada and creates a temporary city that promotes art, self-expression and self-reliance. The temporary city is named Black Rock City with the festival's mission being to guide, nurture, and protect the more permanent community created by this culture. It all started in 1986 at Baker Beach, California with a population of 35 and today boasts a population of over 70,000 people. This year, the Black Rock City Snow Club will be adding a new addition to Burning Man, which is a 14-foot tall and 62-foot long Portable dry ski slope. Damn. And this so is it going to be
1: like covered with like Molly and cocaine, just kind of powdered on there.
0: Most likely, yes. But <laughs> the, the dude from Snowbrains had the chance to talk to Dylan Hogan, the founder of the BRC Snow Club. And he said, The focus of the ski slope is on spreading the love of snow sports and to give people the opportunities who don't have the chance to go to the mountains. Hmm. The BRC Snow Club began in 2021 when Hogan and some friends wanted to bring together people who loved snow sports and who would also embody the principles of Burning Man on and off the mountain. People who love drugs, apparently. (laughs) The idea of building a ski slope in the middle of the desert sounds like a tremendous task to take on. Hogan thought of the idea while sitting in a desert at Burning Man a few years back. Probably high. They started with a budget Probably of $35,000 $35, and have gone through some trials and tests along the way. The first full construction of the portable ski slope will be on Saturday, August 12th at the Frolic Waterfront Circus in Richmond, California. Less than two weeks after that, Hogan, his team, and the portable ski slope will be heading to the Nevada desert for Burning Man.
1: Damn. And I wonder if the Bidens are going to go attend.
0: Hey <laughs> So this is what's cool. The skiers and snowboarders will be riding on a material designed by the JF dry ski company that is specially designed for skiing and riding. The material is constructed of mushroom looking bristles that simulate snow and perform just like being on a groomed trail. The material is already being used by the U S Olympic team and other Olympic teams throughout the world as well. The frame is built of a rock a ring lock scaffold superstructure with reinforced plywood panels, and then covered with the skiing material on top. The size is much smaller than the Olympics, however, they're also not portable. The overall weight of the ski slope is estimated at 7,000 pounds, with the scaffolding weighing 5,000 pounds and the ski material weighing 2,000. The ski slope is expected to take around six to eight hours to get fully constructed with a team of about 45 people. Wow. Looking to the future, Hogan said they are open to expanding and taking the portable ski slope to other locations and events. It will primarily be taken to events on the Western side of the country at first with hopes hitting other locations East down the road. They added that the one struggle with moving forward is getting enough boots and helmets for everyone. Hmm. So. Wow. That, is pretty awesome. I love the uh, the picture, too. They show the mushroom-looking bristles on it.
1: <laughs>
0: I wonder if that is an homage to the amount of mushrooms this guy was taking when he decided he wanted to put a ski slope at Burning Man.
1: Hey, if you fall on that, you are going to see some shit. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, that uh, that can't be good. They don't really say what it's yeah. made of. It's got to be some kind of... Got to be a plastic, plastic, right? I would yeah. guess, yeah.
1: Something that's not really recyclable, maybe. I don't know. Foam peanuts?
0: It could have made of bones.
1: <laughs> bones. Somebody's
0: bones. A lot of bones.
1: It's Molly and yeah, it Tears. Cool, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. How
0: did you get? How did? How did they start? Like, I kind of want to be part of this team. Why weren't we asked? I'm a little bummed out. We would have been perfect addition to the BRC Ski Club.
1: Well, we could reach out to them. I think we could be ambassadors for the for the uh, Burning Man, the BRC Snow Club travel crew. You know, that's what I'm saying. But they right? set it up in the parking lot of Big Snow. That would be like competing right in the parking <laughs> lot. With yeah, Big right? Snow it's like right. It's like bootleg. That's right. Why like, go inside, know, man? We got it out here. Is that like the guy selling T-shirts? You know, at the concert. Yeah,
0: that's like, right. You don't want to get it. You want the Taylor Swift T-shirt, but you don't want to go inside to the concert because you can't afford it.
1: Boom! This right. guy—it's only five bucks. Come on, I got it right here. I just made it. they're yeah. shown pictures of it, fourteen feet
0: tall. I mean, it's not massive. Pretty cool. It's a lot of work getting it together, but they have. Looks like they're going to have a uh, kind of. Um, I don't even know. I'm not a park guy. This like thing. That you ride on, would you even call that?
1: It's It's going to be awesome and terrible at the same time.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Like it's going to be great, and some people are going to be like awesome on it. People are going to have fun, and then some people are going to not have fun on it. But it's going to be fun either way.
0: Full on paralysis.
1: Yeah, it's well. Maybe that's why it's not that big either, right? Less chance of somebody really messing themselves up. It's true. Grand sloping. I love it. The grand slope opening. The last grand opening ever. Nice. We were there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, moving on, we have Windham Mountain announces an initial resort master plan. So they just announced uh in April 2023 regarding a new investment to support an exciting chapter ahead for the historic Catskills destination. So Windham Mountain has presented a Resort Master Plan to the Town Board of Wyndham, uh, and it's focused on developing the uh, acquired from East Side property, incorporating townhomes, single-family properties, lots, and green space all together in one big plan. Uh, so it includes enhanced property beautification, expanded lodging, um, and it's aimed at providing a better, more comfortable experience for out-of-town guests, encouraging them to extend their visits and explore all that the destination has to offer. So I think we're going to see a rash of this in the Northeast because there's a lot of, you know, a lot of those mountains get decent traffic, but they don't get the overnight, you know, longer term traffic like the, hey, I'm coming for three, four days as destination kind of, you know, kind of visitor. So I think they're all looking to attract that. Like when we were up in Killington, there was a lot of weekend stuff going on. Never really anybody that's like, yeah, I went to Killington for the whole week. Right. It, it wouldn't kind of fit in necessarily. So um, I think you, you kind of see that happening throughout, but um, this master plan for Wynnum, uh outlines priority areas of focus uh, that include uh, contingent Continuing to ensure best in class skiing with minimal lift lines, increased snowmaking and upgrades to existing lift in- infrastructure, um, great food and beverage programs, redevelopment of all current outlets, and addition of a mid mountain Italian Alps style concept debuting in fall of 2023. Um, I love that. Have a Sabara. Uh, expanding. Sabaro, that's right. Boom. It's a Sabor. That's what we got. Bada bing, bada bang. Uh, they're also going to expand and renovate the existing golf course. So summertime, get a little more cool stuff. They're also gonna pump up the swimming, racket courts, family activities, uh, to promote all outdoor all-season adventure activities, um, and enhance membership offerings for members of the existing members club. So they're going to be doing these developments through 2025, but fall of 2023 is going to see significant improvements to the coloring offerings at Wyndham, um, which I love to hear. Like, let's get the food out there and then people come, right? Um, so they're saying a Mediterranean-inspired restaurant inside the existing lounge. So it seems like they're going a little Italian, Mediterranean, Alpsy. so... Uh, it'd be interesting to see how this all plays out and how it looks when it's done. Uh, Winnem, if you want to reach out to us, we may reach out to you. We'd love to be part of uh, some of this stuff going on.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a decent size mountain. They got 285 skiable acres, 54 trails, serviced by 11 lifts. They're known for their award-winning ski and ride program. I know that you mentioned too that they're gonna have this enhanced membership offerings and they have this mm. members club. I've heard that they're trying to be more exclusive in that regard. I don't know yeah. what that entails, what you have to do if you have to own a property there or you know, be how
1: you can know if that's the trend too. Like we've heard a lot about that from ski Is like enhancing like membership only or limited you know, ability or limited access, like, Hmm. I don't know. I think people are realizing like it gets pretty crowded on some of these mountains. Like they'll pay extra to get a little bit of serenity. Right.
0: That's funny. But they're also saying that they want to provide a more comfortable experience for out of town guests, encouraging them to extend their visits. Yeah. they can't really do both. It's one or the other.
1: Yeah. I I mean, they make money by packing people in. Right. So it kind of goes against each other. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't hear a whole lot of right. like, Hey, we're going to expand our more trails. It's always, Hey, we're putting out townhouses. It's
1: right. They said better lifts to get rid of lift lines, but that works great if you limit the number of guests that attend the mountain every day, right? Like yeah. that's how you do it. Uh, I did notice on their little map, they have a little amphitheater, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. You get a little concert action out there and stuff while you're, while you're staying. That's it's a, yeah. a good plan.
0: Yeah, so they are expanding. They are going to increase snowmaking, which is always a good thing, because we, uh, we never know what we're going to get on the East Coast. But they uh, this winter, is supposed to be El Ninoing, and it's supposed to be lots of cold and snow, so we shall see, which could be good for Wyndham and everyone else.
1: Yeah, cool us down a little.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. So more to come. You know, I haven't skied in Windham in quite a while. It's been probably I've only been there once, and it was night skiing because there's three oh, wow. mountains over there. There's Hunter, there's Windham, and there's Bel Air. Those are like the three.
1: You know, I kind skied of Bel Air. I don't think I haven't skied the other two.
0: I usually do one day at Hunter during the year, but this year I decided to go to Bel Air, and I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a really cool mountain. We had yeah. and it was like. We I lucked out the day that I took off too because they had just gotten 15 inches of snow and everyone I talked to said it was the best day of the season. So that nice. definitely played into my, you know, really liking of the mountain.
1: Maybe so we'll have. Bel Air get- was where. So Bel Air was where I was going down the mountain and I saw a little jump and I was like, "Oh, I'll hit that little jump," and it was a bigger jump and I was going faster than I thought and I caught probably about 10 feet of air and I was like. Oh, and I, I landed it, but I was like, "It was one of the most scary experiences because I was not expecting it." I was uh, like, that was significantly stupid. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that and, most of us? that and doing a jump and not realizing I was in the terrain park and there were the stairs below it. <laughs> I did <Dude>. that. At, <laughs> did that at Killington. That was not good. That's how we learn. A lot of stupid things. Yeah, that's what we do. Live to
0: tell the tale.
1: That's the important thing, right? Yes, yes,
0: well, speaking of living to tell the tale, you got some new options this year if I'm you want to this in, up. If you are in Lake tahoe, South Lake Tahoe, Margaritaville Hotel and mm. Resort, they are going to be opening their first ski resort november twenty twenty three Welcome to Margaritaville Resort, Lake Tahoe, the only all suite resort hotel in South Lake Tahoe escape the everyday and play your own way at this premier ski and vacation oasis surrounded by world-class Man. skiing, boating, hiking and fishing. The full-service resort is a paradise for outdoor adventure in all seasons. restaurant This is lounge... something before. Probably like
1: Mont Bleu or something like that. That was the big hotel there.
0: We'd have to take a look. It might have been something before, most likely but it is now going to be Margaritaville. They are famed fusion of casual and luxurious, tropically inspired decor, you know, tropical and Lake Tahoe. It's, uh, they'll make it work, hopefully. It's weird. Starting at 599 square feet, each of the 399 rooms is a spacious suite with stunning views of the lake or mountains. Some at in-room fireplaces, warming up our signature island vibe vivid green accents to bring a pop of emerald bay coloring to the suite's natural tones separate bedroom and living room spaces a dining table and wet bar plus room service make it easy to travel with family or entertain friends nice so the all-sweet margaritaville resort lake tahoe is located in the heart of town at the base of heavenly mountain resort just steps from your gondola from your door, the gondola launches awesome mountain ventures and the casino keeps the excitement buzzing. The resort is also close to the pristine water of Lake Tahoe itself, along with a multitude of entertainment options and outdoor activities.
1: It's so right have, next to Harris, it looks like. <clears throat>
0: right next to Harris.
1: Like across from Harvey's.
0: Oh, my God. I remember Harvey's. That was that dumb blackjack switch was.
1: Have played e- no the black Zach switch was in Reno? Oh, was that was before Reno? we even went to Tahoe. Yeah. Because we oh, had okay. that day to kill there. So let's see. Blackjack Jack switch. switch. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It's right across from McPee's tap house. Remember that? The Irish Bar? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like across from there. It's right on the border, uh, on the Cali side, so there's no gambling. Because it's on the Cali, Cali side. You go probably a f- few feet over and you're in Nevada and all the gambling. Oh, so you oh, found where Gordon Ramsay Hell Kitchen there. Oh, yeah. They have it on their website, the um the little map, and then you can zoom in. Like You've got really map, zoom in.
0: But I don't see where. Okay. It's the blue. The blue. Yes, uh, the, okay. It used to be Lake Tahoe zoom Resort. In,
1: I don't know. It looks like it's either next to it. I don't know. But if you zoom in a lot, you'll see all the other stuff around it.
0: Okay. Yeah, like you say, it's like right on the border.
1: Yeah, wasn't there um State
0: Line Brewery.
1: There's Sammy Hagar's place, right? The uh Cabo Wabo or whatever it was down there. Yeah,
0: that was in that was on the Nevada side, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, that was in one of the resorts, I think. hmm I don't know if that's there anymore.
0: I don't think so. I think it became the Hard Rock.
1: Oh yeah, there's the Hard Rock. I think
0: that's where it was over there.
1: And I love the map has Tesla supercharger right next to it. <laughs> Very important <laughs> to know. Right next, mahogany shade uh, for BMW. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> mahogany smoked meats across the street.
1: Smoked meats. I don't go. know what it is, but it sounds delicious. Hell's yeah.
0: So that'll yeah, be right. Nice. That
1: far from there.
0: Yeah, Very we were. Nice
1: I remember the Timber Lodge. Wasn't that where? That
0: because we were asked. at the other gondola.
1: Yes, Maybe the way. ghetto gondola. The ghetto
0: gondola, right? Yeah.
1: Right next to what is it? Gun barrel? The um.
0: Yeah. Is it gun barrel? The double black. It was mm. the, the gun barrel lift that we were next to.
1: Yeah, and we're right next to that big mogul run where the uh, U.S. ski team training is right there. It's
0: pretty where cool. Glenn Plake always rips it up on the
1: movies, and we were looking like a bunch of bitches saying, "There's no way I'm going down that thing right now." Yeah, right. Seriously, <laughs> but now uh, I think now we got a uh, there were a chance. lot of switchbacks across, so you could like go in a little, and then you could just like, "All right, I'm tired. I'm I'm tapped out." You got a fighting chance now. Yeah, we could do that. Fighting chance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So very exciting stuff. It's nice having options. I, uh, I've become a huge Jimmy Buffett fan over the last two years. I didn't understand him. I, I thought his music was just stupid. How do you before. not understand Jimmy? Well, I just... Uh, you couldn't I relax. Just... I couldn't relax. I couldn't appreciate what he stood for. And as someone who's getting older and getting beaten down by life, I really do appreciate his his vibe, his message, his ethos, really. So
1: so now you probably understand more now our buddy Rem that would go to when he when Jimmy Buffett would go to Jones Beach Theater, he would just go and hang out in the parking lot, not even go see the concert because it was a scene.
0: I kind of get that. But I also kind of get that Rem doesn't have kids to take care of the next morning so he can do that kind of shit. Exactly.
1: He's like, yeah, what are you doing? I'm just screwing off the whole day.
0: That said, I heard that Jimmy Buffett has like a place in the Hamptons, like a crappy place. And He just like oh, flies yeah? his own like like private jet out of there and private plane. Nice, not even like a jet, That's like a plane.
1: That's pretty sweet.
0: He still keeps it real-ish.
1: Keeping it real, yeah. It's like, and yeah. he's the old Kenny Chesney, or or Kenny Chesney's a new Jimmy Buffett, right?
0: He's a yeah, he's a ripoff. Let's not let's not give Kenny Chesney too much credit. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy's the OG. He is, man. He he figured it out. He figured it the fuck out. God bless them. Rest I like they
1: show right the way. room. Yeah, I like they show the room and there's a pillow that looks like a lime. I'm like, that's good. Like it's classy and then they throw in the little yeah. lime pillow. It's like, all right, classy with a little margarita twist on there. Like it. And then the pillows on the bed, they have the changes in latitude and then the changes
0: in attitude.
1: Yeah, see. Beautiful.
0: I mean, the guys if, are If you don't know the music, you're not going to get it. He's yeah. a marketing genius. All he does is just make goddamn money. He's got the JWB steakhouse, the Land Bar, the license to chill. Like all his like yeah. cheesy ass songs, he's turned into like ch- restaurant chains.
1: But you know what's magical? If like you don't know anything about Jimmy Buffett and you go and enjoy it, you're like, you know, it was so nice. We had this, they had pillows that relax in paradise. I don't know what that meant. Changes attitude, you know, like it's funny, like people can get hooked on that, and then you're like, you're kind of missing all the subcontext here. Like, <laughs> you got to yeah. listen to the music. Yeah, you know,
0: goddamn genius.
1: Come Monday okay. Cafe, I like that.
0: Yeah, and they got the Finns left. You know, another song, Finns. I just, yeah, he's just a genius. Like, I just, I don't know how, I don't know how else to put it.
1: Well, what Jimmy did they have? It was. It wasn't a Margaritaville that they had by me and Wayne. It was uh Cheeseburger in Paradise. It was just the burger place. I just yeah. love that place. It's yeah, a little weird, it. but it was uh kind of cool. An absolutely retarded
0: song that he's turned into a franchise.
1: That's right. What do you it want? Really the Cheeseburger dumb, in Paradise. Dumb song. Yeah. It is, but that's where you got to just have a few margaritas. Lay back. I like I'm my
0: potatoes and tomato <laughs> 57, and French fried potatoes. I've heard it 8,000 so- times, so I know the goddamn words to it.
1: Uh, okay.
0: Pickle, share, pickle, and a tall draft beer. Good God Almighty, which way do I steer to mind? Cheeseburger and everything. Oh,
1: there we go. You know what's even funnier is people think Warren Buffett's his brother.
0: Yeah, I did for
1: 15 <laughs> seconds, too. They sing duets, don't they?
0: Pretty sure. Well, they've got the JWB Steakhouse. I thought his middle name was Warren, like Jimmy Warren Buffett. There you go, right?
1: Jimmy Warren Buffett.
0: Jimmy Warren. Like is of BMW.
1: <laughs> Ashish BMW. Dude, Jimmy I got to open one. An Ashish BMW. Like <laughs> who is that? It's a fictional person. You don't have to know. Oh, Ashish of BMW. Ashish BMW is with the passion that he said it. That's what oh. made it. Yeah. It's just like the ass-to-ass guy that's so happy. Like, ass ass As a as, as so shape it, of beam. Put yeah.
0: those two characters together. You could have like a uh, <laughs> sort of rom-com, like buddy cop movie.
1: <laughs> Dude, you put them together, those two characters together, it is uh, a force to be reckoned with. There's nothing they won't do. They got nothing. positive attitude. They're ready to go, like excited about life. <laughs> I, I, they should be able to, if they could somehow can that energy and
0: sell yeah. it to us. I'd be happy to consume that. Hey, put it in a little powder packet like I got my uh, pickleball cocktail.
1: I'll Boom. put it in my drink. There you go. I will put now it in from, my drink. Mon, now from Monster Energy, S to S. S to
0: S Energy. Bull. Whoa.
1: Red Bull, Ashley Shave at BMW. The new drink Red from Bull. Jake
0: Paul. <laughs> As
1: ass to Energy. Ass. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Oh fucking shit. It's delicious. My brother's got prime. I got S energy.
1: Oh my god. The Paul
0: energy. brother throw down. <laughs> well they trying to ban that
1: prime thing.
0: I have no idea. I know like why well, I know like our our school district here was freaking out because like some third grader had it or something. And he was all like jacked up on it.
1: I guess the problem is they don't label they didn't label it like differently enough. So I don't, once you had, uh, what's the, uh, Chuck Schumer, he got on the board and it's like, Oh, you're going to take them. Like, I I, I can't hear that guy speak. I'm like, all right, just cancel that, that thing too, because I can't hear this guy talk anymore.
0: There's also a picture of Chuck Schumer with Putin when they opened the first Luke oil in New York. So. Oh yeah. I
1: believe it. Consume money. He's a shill for anything. Yeah. (laughs) They're all garbage. I just people. can't stand him talking, so I'm like, whatever, whatever he's talking about, can we just make it go away so he shuts up? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well.
1: I want him to go away.
0: The speaking same. of going away, let's get into the old main topic. And this is yeah. interesting news. I was sitting at the beach looking at my phone when I saw this. And
1: I got this from my wife. She texted me. She's like, look what just hit. And I'm like, God damn, you're right. My wife. <laughs> my wife. This was big
0: news, and at first it was scary because you didn't know where it was going. And then, luckily, when you read the details, you're like, "Okay, things are going to stay the
1: those, same." going to be uh, yeah. Kanye hole for a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the most genius hole, the Kanye hole. You, like <laughs> you like fish sticks? You like fish sticks? and you're a gay fish
1: you would be like Trump hole this is the most fabulous hole Trump. ever
0: <laughs> it's
1: Trump the most hole. glorious hole it's the glorious <laughs> hole it's, it's, hole. Glorious, it's hole. glorious hole we're going to rename this to glorious hole <laughs> it's 18 and up please
0: oh. <laughs> we should just end the podcast on that it was perfect well, Jackson Jackson's Hole Mountain Resort, hole. Jackson's Glorious Hole oh Mountain Resort, is selling, but they're not selling to Vale, and they're not selling to Altera. They're selling to a couple of local blokes who are looking to pick up a ski resort. Yeah, nice. Kemmerer family to fulfill goal of keeping JHMR independent and family owned, which is a wonderful thing. After 31 years of ownership, the Kemmerer family today announced the intent to sell Jackson Hole Mountain Resort. The Kemmerer family bought JHMR in 1992, and their passion, dedication, and commitment turned the resort into a world-class destination. As the Kemmerers watched the consolidation of the ski industry, their highest priority was maintaining JHMR's status as an independent family-owned resort. Owners Jay, Connie, and Betty Kemmerer found the perfect buyers. Teton County residents and folks looking to get some sort of tax break, close Kemmerer family, friends, and J H M R board members, Eric Macy, Mike Corbat, their families and a small select group of co-investors.
1: Why didn't they name us in there? Uh,
0: (laughs) we could, we could be part of that small group.
1: How do we know we're we're not the small part of the small group of co-investors? We played the (laughs) physics. Yeah. We got to keep it on the DL because, you know, they yes. want to have, we don't want to have conflict of interest. So they, you know.
0: I don't want girlies my Jock.
1: We're co investors.
0: Yes. <laughs> Time has come to transition ownership of Jackson Hole Mountain Resort. We take great pride in what JHMR has become and what it represents to the Jackson Hole community and the state of Wyoming. It is of the utmost importance to me, and the next ownership maintains the integrity and character of the mountain that we have worked so hard to build over the past three decades. There is no better fit for this ownership transition than Eric and Mike and their families who share the same vision for the future of JHMR and its importance to our great community. I'm excited and proud to pass along this iconic family run ski resort to these two strong Jackson Hole families.
1: It is the most glorious, fantastic <laughs> hole ever. So That's here's awesome a great- for them.
0: Yeah, so here's the crazy stat. Under Jay's leadership as chairman, the Kempers have invested over $300 million in capital Damn. improvements. And their efforts to improve the resort and the experience at JHMR for employees, guests, and community will have an everlasting impact. His vision to make it a world-class resort led to many important milestones, including replaced or built new Lift at JHMR with sublet being the final lift to be replaced in 2024. Constructed new 31 million dollar aerial tram in 2008 during the financial crisis. Built the Bridger gondola and the Bridger Center in winter of 97 98. Helped with the creation of the Teton Village Master Plan, which was approved in 98. Supported Jerry Bland in the formation of the Teton Village Association, followed by the Teton Village Resort District several years later. Encouraged the establishment of Jackson Hole Air to support direct flights to Jackson, now available from 13 destinations. Purchased the Stilson property and subdivided it into Stilson Residences and the Stilson Transit Center. Built the Sweetwater Gondola in 2017, service solitude station, which was built in 2018, 2019 and is regarded as the premier learning center in the West for the Mountain Sports School. Championed resort leadership in the development of the new Mountain Master Plan in 1996. In 2019, switched to 100% green energy, making it the largest resort in North America to run on green power. Consistently invested in employee housing throughout Teton County. In 2021, began managing capacity at JHMR to elevate the guest and employee experience with many ski resorts subsequently following their lead. One other thing that they didn't include in here is that they jacked up their minimum wage. I think, wasn't it 20 bucks during COVID? Like, they were one of the first ones to do that. And they weren't forced. Like, they just voluntarily were like, hey, like these people are working hard. Like, we want to give them a (laughs) livable wage for the Jackson Hole area, which is, you know, pretty, pretty impressive.
1: I like how at the end of this, like the last sentence is the sale price will remain private. <laughs> yeah. None of y'all broke bitches business is what it is. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Right. I, I don't know.
0: I, I'm well, curious
1: just to understand how much this thing's well, going to cost. What,
0: what I like. So Mike Corbat. And uh, who's the other gentleman, their family's name. They talk <laughs> a little bit about them. And they mentioned, you know, cause I was curious, like who like, Eric Macy. So here mm. they talk about, you know, who they are, what they did, how they, how they came into these Buku bucks. You know, this guy's not working at the, you know,
1: lifting at the Walmart
0: can to afford this place. So Eric Macy joined the board of directors in 2014. His career spends more than 35 years with experience in financing, restructuring stabilization and growth of private and public companies in a myriad of industries that means nothing that's like so vague could be a corporate raider i don't know his unique yeah. background includes experience in institutional finance and corporate operations began his career at new york investment bank donaldson lufkin and Generate in 86 holding multiple roles there until 91 moved to jeffries and co an internationally recognized investment banking firm, also in New York, various positions in 2006, full-time resident of Jackson, founded and operated multiple successful companies in 2007, married 33 years, three children. And you got Mike Corbat. So this guy, he joined the board of directors in October of 2021 after retiring from Citigroup after 38 years where he led as CEO from 2012 to 2021. Mike Damn. leveraged city's unique global network to serve its institutional and consumer banking clients with an emphasis on strong execution and exceptional client experience. You
1: would be bop great bop if they're not releasing the amount because they want it in like a card game. That would be freaking awesome. Yeah. That'd be a great story.
0: So really the moral of the story is if you want to buy a ski resort, Basically, sell your soul for 35 years to a finance, private equity, corporate raider career. You have no soul left. Sell your soul, make a shit ton of money, and then go buy the resort. Like what, They're like, not even speculating
1: how much it would cost.
0: They're not even like throwing a ballpark. <clears throat> so now, how much did Vail buy Whistler for? Wasn't it like a billion dollars?
1: Yeah, that it was,
0: was. That was $1.06 billion in August of 2016. Damn. I'm seeing $139. i am seeing one... That's probably Canadian dollars. So, you know, knock it down a bit. Also
1: paying Canadian, that's, that's even cheaper.
0: So that was... I mean, that was pretty much the premier Canadian resort. What was the last really big U.S. resort to sell? I mean... I know Park City got bought by Vale.
1: I'm just like surprised nobody even put like a ballpark in the two billion dollar range, two point five like there's there's probably some estimate if you take all the properties and the operations, they could probably come up with some valuation, so they must have done the valuation behind the scenes. Probably since somebody has some finance experience, they did some kind of analysis of "Hey, let's bring it together" and agreed to some agreement. That's yeah. pretty interesting.
0: So, Vale bought Park City for a hundred and eighty-two million, but that did not include Canyons. That was separate, <laughs> and they put them together. Yeah. So, basically, you've got to say between one hundred eighty-two and one billion. Right? Or would you think more yeah. than a billion?
1: I would think more than a billion. I mean, property in Jackson is through the roof.
0: So, property in Jackson. If you want to feel depressed and super poor, go on to Zillow, put in Wilson, Vermont, or Jackson Hole, or Vermont, huh. Wilson, Wyoming, or just Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And it's like a couple, it shows Jackson, Wilson, and a, a couple other towns. And there's nothing. If if you have, like we do, we're gentlemen of class. We need, there's certain amenities we require when having an abode. An acceptable abode is like $5 million. It's hmm. crazy. Because I look every couple of weeks just to like bum myself out or fire myself up, depending on what kind of mood I'm in. But yeah, I'll even do it right now. Let's go into Zillow. I'm going to Zillow. I'm going to put in Jackson
1: Hole, Wyoming. I was looking. They they have a story there that in 2022, a Chinese company sold the Four Seasons Resort and residences to an American company. And back then, that was just that piece, that resort, not anything with Jackson Hole on that scale. And that was 315 million dollars. Okay. So figure that's just a drop in the bucket for what the value of Jackson Hole Resort would be.
0: I don't know. Yeah. A one-bedroom, one-bath, 752-square-foot condo built in 1979 is going for $950,000. Damn. Just to give you a little idea of how much things cost. A two-bedroom, three-bath with five acres, though, 2,200 square feet. $4.9 $4.9 million. Damn. It's just crazy how expensive it is there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing, I mean, at Whistler, Blackcomb, the village, like that's a whole, that's a big thing. But how much is included in this? Like how much of the village is included in this? Is it included? I mean, i I guess those are private residences. So I'm guessing that would not be.
1: But yeah, I don't know, you are like to it all under wraps, though. You gotta be getting
0: close to that B,
1: close to that billion. I think they're over a billion for it. Think so? I mean, if you start if you add up the improvements, right? Uh, I wonder if there's a way to find out of like how much it's insured for. But then it depends. It's it, you. You're not insuring. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I was trying to find out too, like what they paid, the Kemmerer family paid for it back in 92. And I couldn't find that. But just they've, they've spent $300 million on the mountain in the last 30 years. I'm reaching
1: out to Tommy Moe. I'm going to ask him.
0: Tommy's got let's some info.
1: Let's get the Moe inside. Let's go, mo info. Let's go down, down to the street with Mo.
0: Yeah, Moe's got the info. That's right. Yeah, I can't find any info about the actual purchase price.
1: Well, let's see Wikipedia. Let's see if they give a, a an estimate. History, blah blah blah. It just keeps talking
0: about three hundred thousand, three hundred million that they've invested in the property.
1: Yeah, there's just uh, investments and you know statistics on what they have and the but nothing on the valuation of it. Yeah. That's wild. Well, it'd be interesting to find out if anybody knows shoot us an email, let us know. What do you think? What do you think Jackson Hole's worth?
0: Maybe we should have a contest.
1: That's <laughs> right. Like like one of those guess the marbles in the in the in the jar, right? Or the yeah, jelly beans. That kind of thing, right? Whoever gets closest wins it. How about that? <laughs> we'll award you the ski bum honorary award of Jackson Hole. Yeah, won't mean anything, but we can we can give you an award. Yeah. A sticker and award, <laughs> maybe even a T-shirt. Who knows? Yeah, maybe.
0: It's crazy just looking at like some of the things that you know the family that they have invested in. You know, like Jay Kemmerer here current trustee with the U.S. Ski and Snowboard Team Foundation, Hearts for Mm. Honduras Foundation, a church-affiliated organization serving the poor in the community of La Enterrada Honduras, also founded Mm. the Harding Land Trust, Inc., and is current emeritus trustee. He oversees a 1,200-acre golf course, Comanche Trace in Kerrville, Texas, and is currently leading a 610-acre real estate venture, Manto Sereno, in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Damn. Basically, baby, if you want to get rich, get into real estate.
1: It's the moral of mm. the story. That is the moral of the story. Yeah. And Jackson's. there's nothing about prices of the actual resort. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Usually there's right? some wingnut that just throws something out there like, oh, based on this calculation, it's worth about this. Like, I think they must might have been silenced. That's how much power these people have. That's how much yeah. money it costs. They silence people talking about it.
0: Yes, this, is, uh, this is real money we're talking
1: about here. This is Damn. big
0: bucks. This is like the family that orders up a couple of those USA Golds every year. Like it's nothing.
1: Uh, you know like they have that. He's, he's like on the board, right, of that USA development.
0: He's on the board of the U.S. Ski and Snowboard Association, so he's got some input probably.
1: That's the gold pass right there. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Golden years, golden pass. Man, why can't they just throw out a number just to appease people like me? Just, I just want to know. I'm always interested in real estate values. Yeah. If I come to a lot of money, can I buy Jackson Hole? That's all I want to know. How much money, how many times do I have to hit the lottery to be able to afford Jackson Hole? <laughs> That's all I want to know.
0: Probably uh, probably a, <laughs> a good decent amount. Probably three or four times.
1: Big how one. about they just give it to, to us in Bugatti's? Is it... Ten thousand bugattis is it two bugattis like how many bugattis is it they're only taking bitcoin there you go how many bitcoins only taking bitcoin Can you imagine that all sold in crypto
0: yeah well congratulations to the new owners that's some pretty uh it's exciting that it's not going to one of the big ones
1: yeah, or some because. weird conglomerate or some VC or something. It's going to people that have been part of Jackson Hole. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, It'll be good. You, wanna, you want yeah. like a succession of history there, you know?
0: Well, you want things to remain. At a place like Jackson, I mean, we haven't been there in a couple of years. Yeah. But when you go there, you're like, this is... Like, you don't want to change. You want to like just be like this because it is so awesome.
1: Pretty awesome. That That's one of the few places I want to go back.
0: Yeah. It's a phenomenal
1: place. And, and hopefully... It will stay Jimmy the Buffett's I want to go back to. Maybe, have a Jimmy, maybe Jimmy Buffett's one of the investors. How about that? He could be
0: part of that small group. And maybe they're putting a Margaritaville hotel and casino up there
1: as we speak. Can imagine if like Jimmy Buffett bought that, but went all in with all his money, bought Jackson Hole and turned it into Margaritaville Resort. <laughs> Jackson Margaritaville Hole. Margaritaville Hole. It's the Margarita Hole. hole. This is Jimmy's (laughs) Hole now. Jimmy. It's Jimmy's Hole. Where are you going? Jimmy Hole? hole. He's
0: gonna call it Jimmy Hole Margarita Resort. (laughs) Jimmy Hole. Gonna keep the same same initials. Jimmy Hole Mountain Resort. Jimmy 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 Hole hole Margarita Margaritaville Resort. Margaritaville. There you go. The M uh, yeah. Keeping the letters. It's picture of Jimmy Buffett holding like find... a margarita in his hand instead of the uh, cowboy. That's it. Just Jimmy on a wave runner with a margarita.
1: Or <laughs> the a, a parrot hat. That's about it. Love it. Got a goddamn parrot hat on the logo. Yeah.
0: Well mm. very exciting news. We'll see how it goes. That's pretty much all we got for the podcast this week. Thanks so much yeah. for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out, skibumpodcast.com. We are on the socials X, Facebook, Untapped, Instagram, at Ski Podcast, and YouTube. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash skibumpodcast to become a supporter. You would love that. Snowbound Expo is coming up soon. expo.com Get your tickets. Also, 10,000 if you want some sweet, sweet workout gear. Go to 10,000.cc. Use the code schneider 15 for 15% off. All the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for
1: listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay flutin See you.